A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, everybody. It's me, Lisa, the little weirdo of this podcast. I just wanted to drop in and let you guys know that this Wednesday, July the 20th, I will be on Sirius XM at noon and 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the She's So Funny channel, Sirius XM 771. The show is called Service from Hell, and it is an interview about working in bars and restaurants. We don't really talk about astrology except for maybe at the very beginning, but I would love it if you would tune in, um, listen to me wax poetic about the service industry. Um, You can think about how I have Pluto in the sixth house while you listen to some of my horror stories. I would love for you to check it out, and thank you for always listening to this show and supporting this show, and um, please enjoy this week's episode.
Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the cat scratch fever of this podcast. Ooh, hell yeah. Meow. Meow is right. Wow. I was in Vegas for t- past guest test sparkers birthday or maybe I shouldn't have said the age I did Beeps. Um, and she rented the penthouse at the hotel we were staying at and we were going up but you know how like it, when those higher level towers you have to have a key to get up to a certain level or whatever so we kept having to get her sister to like let us up and down to get anything or do do stuff like go put money on a like roulette table quick and come back or whatever we get in the elevator and uh my friend scott bowser uh this guy is in there and it's just a bunch of like drunk vegas people and dressed up but we're like going to the penthouse and this guy gets in and he's just in regular clothes and bowser just starts on like oh man i love cat scratch fever like he just starts talking to him like he's ted nugent and the guy's like clearly so offended, but Bowser just like won't stop being like, you're Ted Nugent, right? And the guy's like, no. And he's like, you know, you look exactly like Ted Ted Nugent, right? And the guy's like clearly so offended. And he just keeps going and going. And we're all like just kind of cringing and laughing. That's how I feel right now. I yeah. mean, what era? Uh, old, day? like present okay. day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not was, a compliment yeah. then. Not yeah. at all. It was definitely <laughs> like, hey, man, you look. 70 or whatever you know what I mean like I don't know how old Ted Nugent is today but it it wasn't a compliment yeah but also if you look like Ted Nugent you look like Ted what are you not aware <laughs> I don't really know what he looks like today I can't really think of it was this guy no like boy, long hair no bueno. no 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 yeah okay. he he yeah I guess the guy did look like him I just googled it I'm, and I was he, like, he, I'm looking he did kind of look like him today <laughs> Ted Nugent well, today t- because Ted, Ted Nugent is like an, a, a true piece of like modern Ted Nugent is like leading into being a true MAGA piece of shit. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Like he's but he was also very peak VH1 when they needed that conservative for the surreal house, surreal life house. It was always Ted Nugent. Like, Ted Nugent is always down to be a VH1 talking head. But 70s Ted Nugent before I don't know if he grew into these conservative views or had them then. But 70s said Nugent was pretty fucking hot. And the only real song besides Cat Scratch Fever, which is a good song, but Stranglehold, which is an amazing song, not sung by Ted Nugent. Do you guys know that fun, fun fact? No, I believe it, man. I'm I'm really afraid um, for what my recent Internet searches are going to mean for algorithms and things, because I just went to the Ted Nugent website and it is Uh-oh. unhinged. No, uh, no, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely, definitely on new lists now. Um, yeah, we're going to all for many multitudes of reasons, we're all going to need VPNs. We're all going to need to really scramble our, our search engines. It cause... looks like he's also a sad he is. I bet he is. Very, very strange. Unfortunately. That's a route you can yeah. go. <laughs> Look, we're, we are who we are. We're not all the same, um, you know, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's always, I feel like truly the best and worst. I found out uh, I did one of those. Oh yeah. December 13th. I'm looking at it right now. Um, let's see. Do we have a natal chart for him? 
I know I don't want to. I bet we do. Too much time, but I'm like, I gotta know. I gotta know. Well, it's like when someone comes up, it's like, well, it's also something I've never been like. What's Ted Nugent's nail chart? But while we're while we're yeah, like while we're here, I mean, it would be a shame not to look. Oh my god, Taurus Moon! I I knew knew he was gonna have a Taurus Moon. I knew he was gonna have a Taurus Moon. I had no doubt in my mind that he was going to have the Taurus moon. I almost said it out loud. And then I was like, wait and see what happens. Well, and perfect conjunction of sun and Mercury for a Sag. Absolute, mm-hmm. absolute danger zone. And then a Scorpio Venus. There's so much in a cat Mars or Jupiter kidding? Mars conjunction too. Mm-hmm. And also for the kids that maybe don't know, Ted Nugent was a rock star of the seventies turn absolute piece of shit in the present day. And is a talk, is it just a, now just a staunch conservative gun person and, and, and fuck his ass. But in the seventies, he did rock, you know, we, I can recognize the past work, but even, even that the seven, the thing that's hard about, uh, like past music is that even in the 70s he was still like a novelty act he wasn't a respected true rocker you know what i mean like he was popular and he was big uh and i think that there is some i wonder about this often of like who do we think of as more impressive and better than they than they were like what what was everyone else's what were people with forgive me like good taste into at that time and a lot of the stuff that we are into that go like oh yeah this is 70s and it's fucking awesome it's like oh yeah everyone thought that that was trash and I think we kind of like it because it's trashy and and vintage but even then I remember watching something they were like oh yeah he was kind of kind of novelty-esque I just can't imagine being going up to a penthouse and having someone call me Ted Ted Nugent and (laughs) and being like, no, and having them continue like what a horrible, (laughs) what a horrible night that person must have been having. I don't know. That's... Oh my god, he's from. The, he grew up in the town next door to me. Oh okay, my god. now I'm just wow. now now. Well, also here's the other thing because he, this is this this is this is what I wanted. Maybe where is this in his chart? Because he dubbed himself the Motor City Madman, Detroit. He claims this Detroitness, but he went to excuse me a very Saint Viator High School in Arlington Heights, a private Catholic high school in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm I'm a big like where did you go to high school? Typically gives me the where did you grow up answer. And then is now this like Michigan gun nut militia bitch. Like, uh, uh-uh. like there's just, I'm calling a, a, there's a phony. Where do you need me to be? Oh, you want me to be a motor city man? I'm rocker. Fine. But that's not like, no, there's I'm now I want the rising. Cause this is all, this is theater. This is, this is presentational. Fuck you, Ted Nugent. Well, and fuck the guy who looked really... like him too. Yeah, you know what? Fuck that guy in the elevator. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, what if it was don't... his brother? It probably was. He's like shit. He's like I'm Ted... Ned. I'm Ned, Ned Nugent. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> me? This... Why is this always happening to me? <laughs> oh my God. He does have a brother named Ned on his Wikipedia. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so I'm just. <laughs> Can you imagine? I was like, how did I know? How did I get that? No, that's just his Chris Gaines character <laughs> when, during those formative 80s years. Oh, oh, the kids. Now the kids know maybe too much about Ted and Ned Nugent. I did. Oh, speaking of cats, segues, I got to bring home. I'm officially moved into my new apartment and I officially brought my cat home. And that is the sign. That's when a house becomes a home Aww. is when, when the pet comes home and just have to say 
I haven't slept with my animal in a while. I haven't, mm. I haven't just been like, Ooh, I forgot. Like, I just like to sit and stare at you sometimes for like an hour or like just doing that sort of reflecting. I don't know. My little companion, my cat is back. So I just, I just had to say something. Cause it was just like, I didn't know that's what I've been missing. And now she's here and I'm like, okay, I feel settled. I, I feel my, my mommy vibes are back. I don't know if anyone else has had this side effect from COVID and I also had my period for two weeks. So maybe it's that, oh. but, um, I've been really emotional and I think Scott has to just like, I don't know if it's just that like end of thing being like, uh, I've been two years of being like, I don't want it. I don't want, and like finally getting it. Or mm-hmm. if it's like an actual symptom, um, like brain fog. But when you said that, I almost just started falling when you said the cat is what makes the house a home it's true (laughs) pets are so and this is one of the is it one of the pet no children uh leo right oh Um, yeah for the the child the child and and to be fair we are still recording this in in the deep waters of cancer season so i think covid does make you more emotional i also i'm sure i've talked about it before famously been clogged from crying for the last two years that has not been the case for the last couple months i am weeping, which I'm thankful for. I love the release of a cry, but I think, I don't know, there's so much that's hardening us and desensitizing us. And I think allowing yourself the slow time to take in whatever it is, whether it's horrific news or your cat or music that makes you feel good or, or whatever it is. I think, yeah, I don't know. There's definitely some release feeling. And I think we talked about it probably on a previous episode. I feel like the astrology of 2021 was supposed to be very like, oh, it's so much Jupiter Pisces, which we're going to get again later in the year. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what that brings. But I feel like, I don't know, we still have Jupiter Aries. That's just baby. We're just like, I think we're just feeling the raw, the rawness too of a lot of the fiery stuff. And I've just been appreciating kind of fire emotional energy as well as just with that watery stuff. I know we always equate the water with it, but I think fire has a lot of that. Just like, oh, like this just makes me feel something. And it's just immediate. Yeah. I also think um, it's a different experience now because it's like, you're not, I mean, you're not, but I think that there's something, there was something a little bit more communal at a, a different time at a different point in our COVID experience where um, now I think getting it too is like, you're kind of on your own in a way that I think wasn't before. And uh, the way that life is persisting, whereas before it was, you know, we had two, you had two weeks to be off. You were, everyone was like, stay home. We want to like curb this. And now it's like, you're being punished and sick and all of the, it's like two two time all of the levels and then all besides the just regular psychic um energy i think of being sick one of that just putting you at a more delicate more sensitive state but also this thing that like yeah it's been it's been part of our lives in a specter over most of the things that you've been doing for like two years to finally get it whatever it is it's like that's a lot of like you said a lot of energy and a lot of like you know, the, even thinking of it in a very like Neptune ethereal way of like 
getting something that a lot of people didn't survive and yeah. all of that like it's so heavy it's yeah. all of that is so like to 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 even if you're not consciously thinking about that you're like it's it's all happening in and it's hard to it's hard to then just care for yourself or just think about getting better um without having all of these added layers to it and so i'm mm. i'm glad that you're negative and that yeah, you're on the mend and i'm sorry that that's that's something that you've had to be um contending with and having on an already kind of just regular stressful period of time for all of us the yeah. fucked up thing is like it actually was really hard to get a pcr test and i lost my insurance because i got laid off from my job so it was really really difficult and i haven't been like completely without insurance in a long time but since i'm getting married i can get on Scott. So I just like let it lapse for a month, not thinking obviously that I would get COVID right away. <laughs> but like it really made me think about our healthcare system. And like there are so many people that can't get insurance or don't have insurance. And like how much more difficult it was for me to find a place that I could go that would just test me and actually not. A lot of them were like six day result time and stuff like that, where I was like, by then I'll be well. And yeah. also like, I knew that I had it. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, I think I maybe was exposed. Like Scott had it and I had kissed him and I had symptoms. So I wasn't like, oh, maybe I have it. I was like, yeah, I have COVID. I'd like to get like a, a doctor to tell me as much. Like, I don't know. So it was, it, it was like eye opening. I'm like, oh, how many of these people have had to deal with this? Like, through the last two years and can't get insurance for whatever reason. I don't know. It's just our system's really like crumbling. Oh, we're in societal collapse. It's just, it's hard to not, you know, talk about it with y'all, with friends, with any, with, with anybody. <laughs> it just, I think, especially I've been talking to some girlfriends about this. Cause like we're moving into, we we're still moving into this new space and like getting sink drain covers and drawer dividers and all this stuff to nest up feels really weird when it feels like we should be creating an exit strategy. <laughs> like there's something about buying now or like getting this home prepared to nest up, especially after like a long period of waiting. I'll let the listeners and you know, me and my fans have been living with family. We've had death stuff to deal with. We've had just a lot of turbulence and not much privacy. Now it's like finally this home space and finally a place to nest up. And it feels like a really weird time. I like welcome the comfortability. I welcome that for our relationship. But then there's something that feels like we should also have stuff like we shouldn't be too attached to any of the stuff we're getting. Like, I, I feel like we might, I, I don't like, it feels very, I've never felt this flight instinct, but I'm usually such a fawn or fight person. And I'm feeling very flight about the current state of now and getting stuff has felt bittersweet in a way. Cause, and I know that's, excuse, extreme privilege check. Anyone being able to run away or by the way, I have a problem. I get it. And I don't even know if that's what I'm saying. I even want to do, but I feel that feeling of, I don't, I feel like we should be ready to go at a moment's notice. I just, I don't know. I feel that urgent, like deer in the headlights, like, let's know we shouldn't get too, too comfortable. Anyone I else think, feeling that I, scared? <laughs> I think that too. I feel the same way. I mean, I, I like 
found myself checking my passport expiration date and stuff like that, which is not something I'm normally really keeping track of. I also just got an email from Scott and I were looking at houses right before uh, COVID happened and we had a realtor and they had some like financial people that we ended up not wanting to um, buy a house at the time. Um, But we've been getting emails from them recently. That's like that, like, oh, prices are dropping. Like, aren't you interested? And I literally like drafted an email back. That's like, yeah, this is about to collapse. This is this. This is like a poor time to invest. Like, I'm not I'm not like dumb. Like and also if you're buying a house right now, you're not dumb. I just like I feel like, you know, what's going on and you're kind of leading me into a thing where it's like, yeah, it's not going to be worth as much maybe in in it might. It still might. I don't know. They're saying I'm like, I just keep seeing articles of housing bubble bursts. I don't think it's really the time to like start looking Mm. and it, what well, you went through with renting like it just seems oh my like god it felt like of, mine yeah <laughs> yeah everything's a little hot right now and it does feel you can only just like how we were pre-pandemic you can only fire at all cylinders until you run the engine out or the battery blows so it feels like a battery is about to blow and also we're in california which is you know just i don't know if that's where you're looking but that is it's a buck place to be looking period so you know, will it ever go down, especially in a place like California? Probably not. But also, we're, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen either. And we've seen everything happen too. So it feels like a, and especially even looking at the Leo season of it all, I think Leo encourages it. A lot of the keywords that came up for me with Leo season looking ahead was just to come back to yourself and to lean into love. And if, truth can undo things they probably weren't really a thing and I think that there's a lot of encouragement to come back to that sun heart centered space and if anything sounds too like buying a house or whatever settling down feels like too much maybe it is like you know what like let's take a pause and like spend some time like doing something that is maybe doesn't cost any money or is free or taking like coming back to I think some basic pleasures I think is going to be at least hopefully a big theme for, for this Leo-y, Leo-y time. I think another thing that's happening here is, as we know, the personal planets don't move too far from the sun. And so we're having, again, that square energy that's been happening with the fixed signs, with the nodes, with uh, uh, Uranus, and I think Saturn is involved as well. So we're seeing a lot of those transits that feel a little bit more like scary quote unquote, or like anxiety inducing. And I think we have to remember that we, you know, we, we did go through tourist season, Aquarius season, like seeing those things and, and having that instinct is normal, but it it isn't going to probably be like, I don't know who knows maybe they have a fresh hell to await us, but like, it's probably not going to be anything you, you aren't already keyed into. I think it um, feels a little bit, and it's, it's funny. It doesn't quite line up, but I do feel like this is um, a bit of a harbinger of what's to come. And also 
seconding what both of you said. I love the coming back to like heart centered. I feel like you're right that we have been, we are going to see more of the Saturn Uranus fixed um, kind of squares, but this feels very much like the end of the Marvel movie when the heroes come back, like when all hope is lost and these people come and you're like cheering in a way, because I feel like we've had Saturn and Uranus. We've had a lot of Taurus Aquarius kind of square energy, but we have not had the Leo Saturn oppositional or Leo. I mean, we have when we were in Leo season, which again, here we are again, but it it does feel different to me in terms of like the warmth, the um, we're getting some heart, we're getting some fire, we're getting some like, uh, there's something heroic about it. And I don't mean like heroes are literally coming to save us. I don't mean that. But I think it's funny because there is a new Marvel Thor movie coming out this week, which we're in cancer season now, but we're also getting a new Beyonce album at the beginning, right after that Leo uh, new moon. And there is something about, I think like, uh, you know, the, the single is break my soul and these things of kind of like coming back to not that Beyonce is going to save us. It might also go very much the other way, but this idea of like, yeah, we're going to keep making stuff. That's beautiful. We're going to keep having fun. We're going to keep like living our lives and being good to each other, being compassionate, finding what fires us going. And I think that we've been real big picture and we have to kind of like you said, scale back a little, not so much in our long-term planning, but in our, like, if we aren't approaching the things that are going on from a more like, I don't know, day-to-day sort of thing, like you're, we're going to burn out. And I think this is a time when we're going, like, we're going from Taurus Mars, um, at this time too, when I think that is very much about sustained action, about kind of enjoying the slowing down a little bit, um, not again, not our long-term thinking, not our goals, but recognizing like taking, taking pleasure in checking things off your list during like each day in getting something done in a job well done in enjoying it along the way, trying to be as present and, and therefore it as possible. And so I think even something as simple as like, you know, we're going to have some soundtracks for this time. We're going to have some, some, something, else to be reminding us that we are not just the worst things that are happening right now. Um, That also being said, you know, we've got a lot of fire going on, but I just think there are some really lovely uh, trines to Jupiter in Aries too, of that kind of just like some sort of renewed sense of hope, of possibility, not problem solved, not anything like that, but just a, a reminder that while there is also unspeakable tragedy and calculating evil happening there is also always our like our hearts our souls we can love each other and be compassionate and if we bring that to that I mean at the very least we can't lose that in ourselves Mm. I like the Marvel movie example too I I also think you know everything leading up to that moment is the character development and the why so to speak and when the hero returns and in it is the start of the fight. So it is like, okay, we're dealing with, you know, what we've been handed in this country and, and all over the world. And, you know, how do we fight? Is it, you know, physical? Probably not. Is it, you know, like, I'm not predicting a a war by any means, but I mean, how do we live our lives? How do we get ours? How do we, like, like you said, make music, create things. What are the things that we do to make, uh, to make our communities better and to build and, and, you know, that includes like, uh, 
performance art and and the things that you know people the tv that people are writing right now and all that kind of stuff yeah i i like that um early you know we'll be entering leo season on the 22nd and right after on the 23rd i feel like is a nice kickoff to the the whole season and what made me kind of excited for this leo season is we're having series move into leo and if you remember series this is, is it an asteroid? I mean, like asteroid, an asteroid of, of like nurture of nurturing of, of the land of, of those sort of like things that we were just talking about. And I think having this enter with Leo as the sun's entering Leo, and then in that same day, having that, that trying to Jupiter with Aries, there does seem to be, I think, yeah, we are all ripe for burnout. Right? We're all ripe for, not caring. And I, you know, since we have a platform and I'm an eternal optimist, I, that's what people, that's what evil wants is you to stop caring and feel hopeless and like, nothing's going to work. And I think that there's that reminder to come back to living your life. Like it doesn't mean we have to say like, we'll move on. Nothing's going to happen, but you can still care about things while still, um, you know, taking care of yourself. Uh, I use astrology.com sort of uh, almanac breakdown of like what different uh, aspects and transits and ingresses we're having. But I like what they wrote too about just nurturing the, in- the inner child coming out to play during this and encouraging self-confidence. And yeah, I think, you know, self-confidence, confidence is a hard one. I think that's one that is scary for people to hear, but I think Leo's season is that good practice of coming back to sun that sunshine, sunshine, sunshine sort of energy too, of really, you know, giving, what do you need to do your things? What do you need to shine? Like, do you need like getting back? Like, do you need to get back on that? Like taking a walk? I know like pandemic, we were all walking and then we all kind of faded off from that. Like, was that some part of your routine that actually you do want to reinstate? What are the things that we want to take with us? And what are the things that we want to leave? I think that series is going to really encourage just back to, I feel like just simple, like really simple stuff. And maybe it's the summer of it all too, where it's like, I just want to swim. I just want to like climb a tree. I just want to do, uh, you know, listen to an album that makes me feel good. Maybe it's, maybe it will be Renaissance part one or whatever it is that Beyonce will grace us with a few days later on the 29th. I'm curious what, how she ended up electing that date, but we, maybe we'll find out, but I think we're starting Leo season in this very, warm sort of embrace well we're getting that same day it moves into Ceres moves into leo we get a trying to jupiter in aries with mercury and leo mercury went into leo on the 19th of july and this is happening at eight degrees of leo and aries and we see that eight degrees several times during leo season we see it uh, again when the sun trines jupiter at eight degrees and then at the end of leo season we get a venus trying to Jupiter as well, still at that eight degrees, uh, Jupiter will be stationing retrograde also at that eight degrees of Aries. Um, so I went ahead and looked at the Sabian symbols for both of those, because that feels like a juicy spot. We also get an opening square from Venus in cancer to that eight degrees, uh, Jupiter in Aries. Again, that's like where we station retrograde on the day of the new moon in Leo as well. So it also is like a, I don't know, they feel, they feel tied together and it feels like our kind of recurring theme thinking of Leo as a fixed fire sign. I think of that like repetition and hitting those things. Also, I can't help, but think of 
whenever we're talking about Leo thinking of like performance of practice and that like showing up every day, practicing the routine so many times and, and hitting those beats and whatnot. But the eight degrees of Leo is uh, glass blowers and the sub uh, (laughs) subheading is knowing the elements of beauty, creating something inspiring and beautiful involves passion and commitment. Um, this little thing, which I liked too, because it's, is we are in, as we've been talking such an uncertain kind of rapidly moving time, this description says wherever change is occurring and it is everywhere. And always an important reminder, uh, three things are present spirit. In other words, the breath of life force is one creative passion. The fire of enthusiasm is another. The third is material substance, the dregs of the old sand, fire, and breath. Each of these elements in correct dynamic balance must be applied. If we are to create something beautiful and timely, imagine being able to turn sand into beautiful glass. And I, the other, the eight degrees of Aries is crystal gazers. And it's about having kind of seeing the holistic perspective of something, being able to look through and see, see the big picture. And I liked this little thing of that, uh, little, little takeaway from that Sabian symbol, which was this perspective is not given to one lost in narcissistic self-love and obsessed with self projections. And I think that that's something that we might, we might say as stereotypical Leo attributes of being self-obsessed of being narcissistic of me, 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 whatever that is. But I think that there is that like knowing that all you are is you and your fire and your life force. And so if you are not bringing that to everything that you're doing, then what the fuck are you doing with your life? What are you, what, why are we all wasting our, you know, our things and thinking about the, the summer of it all too, of like, what more the sun shows up every day. I know we're, we're blessed here in California to have a little bit, uh, more, more substantial, beautiful, sunny days, but like, I mean, sometimes when you're just laying out under the sun, feeling that warmth and, and being outside and being alive, like, I think just being grateful to be alive, even though, again, knowing that there are hard, hard fights in front of us, um, we're alive and we're here to be able to do something about it. And that is much more than a lot of people can say. And so what are we going to do with that life force? I think too, I mean, I, I love a I love that glass blowing show on Netflix. So I love to see it used as a Sabian symbol. But I think that, you know, within any realm of creativity, I mean, even, you know, in Leo, we talk about children and all that kind of thing as like a part of it. And whatever you're creating, whether it's new life or you're, you know, writing something or performing or, you know, practicing music, it's like there is no thing that you make that doesn't come from something difficult happening and so I think we see this reflected over and over in in Leo season we have you know the sun trining mercury and then we'll have uh, a mercury will be um where is it towards the end uh trining Uranus and then opposing Neptune at the end of Leo season so it's like you know, through all the things you have to practice, I I remember from doing guitar, French horn and piano and stuff as a kid, it's like, yeah, you get calluses, you like your mouth gets dry, your lips get chapped, you get sore, like uh, practicing piano, you don't have like usually a back on the chair. It's like that little stool and that you like have to learn to sit up straight and your back can hurt. Like there's so many different um, 
and not to say that you like have to go through pain to create something great, but even childbirth is something where it's like, it changes your physical body. Like there are so many things digging deep into your psyche to write something can be hard and it can be painful. So I think remembering throughout the month when we have those, like, I think that the full moon on the 11th is an example of one that might be kind of rocky. So like, let's remember that we have those other parts that are fun and beautiful and what we're creating and what we're doing throughout the month. I feel like Leo, just Leo's the people that I, that I know in general, I feel like I feel like whenever I come to them with, you know, I'm, I'm gossipy at my core and like, I love to bitch. And I feel like a lot of the times they'll be like, okay. Like after like, it goes on for like one minute too long. It's like, yeah, sounds like a weight. They sound like a waste of energy, <laughs> like, or sounds like a waste of time. Do something that's for you. And it's like, okay, like I get fine. Read, like read me. And I think I think those squares that we're going to experience like July 28th stands out to me of that Mercury Leo square Uranus and Taurus too. I think there are some things, like I said, in the beginning, if you, if the truth can undo it, maybe was it even a thing, but we also can't unsay the things we say. And look, Leo's known for the drama too. You know, some things that maybe weren't a big deal can feel like bigger deals or things that we've written off as not big deals actually have been big deals, you know, to each their own different sides of the coin. But I think, coming back to, is it worth the energy? And can I put this into these kind of keywords y'all been saying is, is passion. I've been feeling that like in the, like, kind of like gossipy Gemini season, sorry guys. And then cancer feeling sort of emo season along with the state of the world's pretty low morale. I've just been trying to be like, bitch, pick up an astrology book, stop fucking like refreshing, like mute some motherfuckers. It, let it go. Like there's just a point you just got to let it go a bit and you're giving away. We don't, time is not a renewable resource for us in this, in this moment we're here. So I think that's like the, the Leo lesson. I'm just trying to say out loud so I can hold myself accountable as well. It's just, mm-hmm. I, there was times where I wanted more alone time. There was times where I wanted to do this sort of thing that I think Leo actually is really, it's, you know, it's a star of the show in many ways, but it also knows how to come back to its solitude and itself and that lone lion sort of thing. It can go with the pack, but it also wants to be in the pack, but kind of at arm's length sometimes, like give me the space to do the things that I'm looking to do. And I think, I don't know, we, I think these squares and this kind of like harsh fixed energy might be like, look, I'm fixed. So I, I love to be punished. Might be kind of nice. It might be a little bit of like that real stuff versus this cerebral idea sort of stuff. Well, I think we're also having a lot of healing potential. I think inner child is definitely the thing because we've got some aspects to Chiron um, as per usual in Aries, which has been super active, but that I'm looking at this on eight, eight, and I'm not a numerology uh, person, but I like this on eight, eight Lionsgate. We've got a sun trying to Chiron both at 16 degrees and 16 minutes. Oh, and I just like that as, you know, we're talking eight and this and six, yeah. one and six is also like you and community and, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, eight plus eight is 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something, there's something yeah, afoot. Lionsgate, something, are you kidding me? There's something there, but I do think that 
nothing that can't be challenged is substantial and keeping it part of our lesson in Leo, I think as a fixed fire sign is learning how to sustain the fire, no matter what, if someone can just blow out your fire right away, it's not a candle, it's a campfire. It's a one that has to be burning for a while. And I think that without squares, without that tension, if you don't know what is potentially a threat to your fire, then you don't know how to sustain it. Really. It's easy to be, you know what I mean? Like to be without, without criticism. Also thinking about that Beyonce album too, where it's like, I could see it being like also kind of a flop or something where people being like, actually, this Julia, is not the what Bayhide, we needed. Right the Beehive is about to take us down. Hey, I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm just imagining in this, in this idea of people maybe getting, getting, I'm thinking of what, what would be wasted energy of someone going like, I don't like this instead of just going like, Hey, not for me. I'm going to wait for the next one that I know is going to be great. Instead of going like Beyonce's done. It's this like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. We don't need to make extreme declarations of yes. anything, especially because artists should be able to move through eras Yeah, without us like live commenting on the eras they're in even like out. Like I'm, I don't know if it was speaking of Leo's like, I don't know if it was pooed on at the time but like madonna's whole like frozen ray of light era was extremely mocked by at least pop culture talking heads and it's fucking i mean come on it's like it's so it's good yeah. ray of light fucking rips the whole album it is my been on repeat i just listened to it again last week because i was like i need to get back to that place um oh shit i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw that on highly I, highly recommend I'm about to commit to a cassette collection. This is my going to be my new project of Leo season because I've had all these cassettes that I had couldn't have thrown away. And one of my biggest regrets in life is that I got rid of my VHS collection because I had a really good one. So now I'm recommitting to physical media as my new is my as I just mentioned earlier. I'm like I don't want any stuff. Just kidding. I'm gonna but cassettes are light. Cassettes are lightweight, and I do. I feel like you can find really good albums that will be really expensive on vinyl, but you can find them on cassette. And I want the albums I want to listen to all the way through too. So it's not like you got to scrub through cassettes now, but I have Ray of Light on cassette is what oh, I was yeah. trying to, what I was trying to get at. I think that weekend, uh, well, I guess it's a Sunday, Monday weekend for me, of uh, the seventh and eighth, uh, we have Venus really active too. We have a uh, trying with Neptune and um, followed by on the eighth uh, opposition with Pluto and so I think like values and stuff, and I think Leo is definitely a very um, curative sign. Like they're good at like picking the most, you know, these three items and put it on a shelf or whatever. They're very good at like that kind of thing. So I think that um, finding value or even just having those kind of questions. We also have um, Mars square Saturn on the seventh, which might be a little bit, um, I don't know. That's like a cutting, cutting boundary crossing day. That's like a keep your guard up day to me of just like, eh, like, don't let anyone talk you in it, anything that you're not ready for. It's we have like our, our values a little bit obscured with this Neptune. That's kind of like, it's trying. So it's like, oh, okay, maybe we're, maybe we're not like uh, committing to seeing all the logic here, but then with Mars, uh, squaring Saturn I think maybe that's a day to like 
stick to your stuff you know don't let mm-hmm. people talk you into stuff you're not ready for but yeah. also don't ever do that but you know <laughs> no but there is it does feel very much like a uh this this season is very much for us not to take as taking a big picture approach but in a different way taking a like universal a like highest love higher love kind of uh vibe but not a like we're planning for the future long term i'm just i'm that like saturn feels like saturn is going to keep coming in and trying to like rain on the parade and everyone being like get the fuck out saturn like we're having a good time don't bring this energy here like not to say that there won't be attempts but that like yeah saturn for another day you know like it's still Mm -hmm. yes all of these problems are still here and and we're gonna anything I like cut myself off <laughs> wise of like any place where we're looking to like remove ourselves to take too high of a too high of a perspective. I think it's like it's not the air. We're not we're not going the air route, the removed, uh, you know, separate ourselves uh, route. I think it's very much that like fire earth in our in our hearts and bodies and, and in the present where we're at now and being Mm -hmm. kind of like knowing, even just thinking about that Mars and Taurus too, of like gardening of like knowing that you can't, there are things that we can't rush. And as much as we would love to get there and we would love to uh, we know we will get there. It's, this is where we're at right now. So let's enjoy it. Let's, let's be present for it and notice as many beautiful, wonderful things as we can in this moment, because that is what is going to sustain us when we do not have this, this fire and these healing kinds of things. So I think that all of this healing and inspiration and, and fun is possible and we're going to need it um, yeah. later in the year. And for, for the rest of your life, we all, any, any moment that you can have where it reminds you of being alive and of what, what life is about, I think is always of value because it is something that you can always refer to later. We might not always have the same, you know, it's not always summer, but summer is always there for us to like draw from. We don't need to punish ourselves. The world will be doing that pl- yeah. pl- plenty. So if there's the space to enjoy i think coming back to saturn i think when we i I always think of oppositions especially saturn oppositions as a time where the rules are just like so far away almost too like you know it's it's, the saturn is as far from the sun as it can be which can feel a little bit like you are gonna have to make those choices of where you want to spend your time your money you know those boundaried real life saturn sorts of things but it's ultimately up to you and i think that that freedom can be scary in a lot of ways, but also not what you're supposed to do. What you actually just want to do feels like very, I think, prevalent for for the the Leo time. And with that Taurus Mars, just have to have to shout out because I I know we hop around a bit, but August twentieth is when we're gonna have Mars moving to Gemini, mm-hmm. and it's gonna motherfucking be in Gemini till what January twenty twenty three because we're gonna have yeah, Mars retrograde. We're gonna have the retrograde at the end of the year, so. I do think that there is a lot of nice planted earthy. I'm going to say no, or, you know, like we what Lisa said of like, maybe not just, you know, bending over backwards for people, letting people know where it's a no, but then also letting people know like, Hey, like I like that stuff too. Call me when you do stuff like that, or I'm into that sort of thing. Hit me up for like, I think it is. That's where I loved fixed Leo fire and that fixed thing. That's like, 
no, 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 not maybe, or that'd be cool sometime. Like, no, like hit, hit me up and let's do this thing. Or these are the things where I'm like really interested in and invested in. And if you want to do that with me, cool. If not, I'm already, I'm still going doing it. That full moon, in, we're also having that full moon in Aquarius on the 11th with Venus, then moving into Leo too. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I am, you know, it's risky to get excited about anything in this, in this climate that we're in, but there is something that feels very strong, which is like, you know, drink Leo keyword, but there is feel something very strong and recharged and, you know, don't, don't let the haters get you down. Don't let the haters get you down. You're right. I was gonna say we get Mercury moving into Virgo on the 3rd of August. I feel like August is going to be July feels like we're wrapping up or we're kind of Mm -hmm. tending to wounds a little bit. August feels a little bit more like uh, we've arrived. July is like getting to the vacation spot in that day when you kind of still have to pack and grocery shop and you can't uh, you're you're not able to just lounge in and be in there. Not saying that that's what's what it's going to be like, but August feels a little bit more like we are decidedly at the vacation home. The, the fridge is stocked. We're cooking. We're having good conversations. We're dancing. We're going on the walk. We're, we're laying on the, we're floating on the lake, whatever that is. August feels like where we're doing that. And I think that that earth, that Virgo Mercury, which is in domicile, um, I feel like that carrying us out when Mars goes into Gemini for some reason feels like a more like, like you said, not as a gossipy Mercury, but more of a, like, like you said, Hey, I like doing these things. It feels productive. And it feels like it can kind of take that Leo sun and say things that maybe the Gemini Mercury would be a little bit more, um, like surface level or fun or like social, but not mm-hmm. so much like, uh, I don't know, like healing and transformative and productive conversations and these things of like, we're planting, we're getting ideas, we're coming together. Because also if we're talking about a lot of the the things that are on our minds now in terms of reproductive rights, in terms of housing, in terms of the environment, a lot of those things happen when we are together, when we are in community with each other and we're having conversations and we're talking about, we're expressing things that are that we're afraid of or that we are really called and passionate about. And when we're finding out what someone really loves doing, you go, oh, well, that would be a great, you could, you should be working in this sort of thing. You should be doing this kind of thing. Like we can also be, they're not just fun and frivolous. These are also times when we can really be setting foundations for things. And I think that that Virgo Mercury to me speaks to some of that, like we're getting stuff done. Don't like trust that it's going to unfold if you trust in, in the timing and the process and being present for the moment, that doesn't mean that it's not just because it doesn't feel like work doesn't mean it's not working. I don't think that August is going to be as yeah. groovy as you. I don't um, mean it like that. <laughs> I was like, as That's you like painted. The- <laughs> I do. I do hope it is. I do see a lot of Uranus, Pluto, Saturn stuff happening in August in Leo season, I think that the environment is definitely going to be at the forefront um, because Uranus is in Taurus. And I think that as happens every year in California, and I think is starting to happen nationwide, I'm not sure about globally, but this is the month when it actually starts getting really physically hot here. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe it used to kind of be July and it's kind of gotten pushed back more and more because we are destroying our planet. Um, 
and September tends to be very, very hot here in LA and even October. Um, so I would expect, um, because we have Uranus and Taurus and we have some, you know, direct, uh, aspects happening, I would expect climate news. I don't know, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know that climate disaster or anything like that, but it is fire season. It is hot usually all over the country around this time. And that's something that makes people uncomfortable. So it actually makes people focus on that stuff more. It might not even be like actual events that are happening, but just people being like, oh, my air conditioner broke. Now I like realize how fucking hot it is outside or whatever the thing is. Um, There are also a lot of fun transits and a lot of, like I said, we have Venus active. Um, We do have Mars active as well. So I I expect some good times. I expect some really fun summer nights, Um, hot, nice, fun, sexy summer nights, uh, Leo season. But um, for sure, I think we'll be uh, grappling with what we've done to the planet a little bit. Absolutely. I think that's a great. Oh, that's like a guarantee. Um, at yeah. this point. It's like you are hurricanes have let's have like 14 and like tornadoes flooding. It's just like uh, it's it's never it's never ending. But yes, I think that's like I think that actual like the physical space of where we're at also can push people not even just like what they care about, like environmentally, societally, but just like even their personality, people just get like hot and bothered mm-hmm. also. 100%. So yeah. people are running a little hot about it. But I do like the romantic element that you mentioned in there because there was some like, you know, we got the Venus is trining Jupiter uh, on the 18th and astrology.com was like, this is going to be a really romantic day, which, you know, Venus, lots of love, Jupiter, lots of lots. I do have a date night plan for that night already in the future. So I was like, oh, look at look at me. I don't even didn't even know that was happening, but excited for a little date. So I think the spark, right, the excitement, the the passion, like, you know, everything is feels like dragging down. Where can we light ourselves up? Hope again, hopefully it's not literally our environment, but odds are probably because it's the time we're in and it's just, we are like every, every, I feel like this summer, it's already just been hot like this year in general and everywhere is super, you know, Jupiter Aries time. It's just been really, really fucking hot. So, you know, be, be, take that into consideration with, especially with airline shit too, of like your plans and extreme weather and just having some still making room for grace, you know, even when we do want to go and do the things that we think that, you know, I deserve to do this. And it's like, yes. And everyone thinks that, and we're all trying to get from A to B. And we yeah. all do deserve it. We all do deserve yeah. a better oh structure. God. The airlines, mm-hmm. we all deserve oh better. God. You know, I mean, yeah. there's so many like ways in life that, and I think that gets hard for people too. Like, I know I say it all the time where I'm like, I've tried, I've done everything. I went to college. I got a job. I did all of the things that you told me I could have a good life. It gets like frustrating to have to like keep living in a yeah. one bedroom apartment with no parking and no laundry and no dishwasher and no like whatever. But it is also just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, it's okay. You know that you've like lived a good life in other ways. Like I'm not corrupt morally. I'm not a, you know, whatever. I'm not. I think it gets frustrating for people to be like, I've been, I've done everything right. I've been a good person and like still my airline thing, like, and they're not oh. going to credit me. Like, come on, oh you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's like, no, 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 this should, 
this should not be. They need to be actually punished. But back to, unfortunately, maybe it's not by choice. We might be forced into more simple pleasures because it's hard to go. It's hard to go get extravagant pleasures nowadays. Is the extravagant pleasure even worth going? Do we want to take a beat and wait till things chill out a tiny bit, you know? And, you know, if you have vacations planned, if you have things going on, not, not to be like, don't do that. But I absolutely think on all of those of just taking those things into consideration of the environment of, of your impact, where you're going, even just like gas prices for people of this being like, I don't know, maybe it's not in the thing, but that doesn't, again, this idea of not made me think of being a kid and like making your own slip and slide with like soap and the tarp on the ground and whatever, Mm -hmm. and how that's like, yeah, you still have fun. You don't, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you don't still have fun. It just means it might look a little different. In America mm-hmm. now, the the game is like not only do you make your slip and slide, but you also like charge your neighbors to use it and yeah. like mm-hmm. do that and create a real like toxic environment in your neighborhood. And then you have like um, a social media account called like slip and slide yeah, yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah. A and- thousand <laughs> and it looks really cool and curated, but like your life is actually a full on mess. Um yes. So let's let's you're uh, having trouble collecting from Bobby pieces pants or whoever you know yeah it's the whole thing (laughs) yeah maybe I am in this sort of financial strike just because things inflation gas bullshit but I know like for me like some you know I'm a big and I I know y'all know this and are there with me I'm a big public pool defender sometimes if you just want to go swim and it's like but I don't want to spend 30 dollars on an uber to go to this like bougie rooftop hotel and then buy $14 cocktails. It's like, well, what do you, did you want to socialize and be in the scene or did you just want to go swim? Do you want to dance or like, do you want to go out dancing or do you want to have friends over and put a record on? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting real simple pleasure minded at like, we can get the things we want without giving in to the capitalist function of how we have to get it. And I think we are going to have to uh, train our brains to un Uber Postmatesify all the things that you can pay to get very easy access. But there's also community alternatives. Yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with taking the bus. There's nothing wrong with oh my it. God. It's usually yes. faster and cheaper and easy. And if more of us take it, the, demand the better it gets up and it gets better yeah, yeah. also yeah. with the public pools i mean i don't know if you guys know but lifeguard is one of the hardest jobs to hire right now they are literally having the worst short because you can't be on your phone it's literally because you can't be oh on your my phone because you have to sit there and do no- i wouldn't want to mm-hmm. do it for minimum yeah. wage Just sit there and do nothing you can't be on your phone and public pool i mean that is like as someone who goes it is a public service they the amount of things that the people that work there do I lost my wallet at a public pool in LA and the woman like made a point to get it to me I just I feel like the level of public service that they do is so high especially probably given what they get paid um I think yeah uh a lot of public services are like great for your health parks, all that kind of stuff. Like bring a blanket, bring some snacks, bring some snackies from, I feel like I've been hearing that from friends lately. Like I can't afford to have fun. And then I'm here like, what you have a blanket and 
uh, like, can you get to, I'll pick you up. We can grab go a 40. Sit. Go yeah. back. Grab a fucking four. Oh, yeah. whoa. Box wine. Here we come. You know, yeah. Hey, as, as my mom always says, is it shrimp or spaghetti tonight? Cause sometimes you have the, the, sh- the shrilla to do shrimp, or sometimes it's spicing up a box of, of basic ass spaghetti, but you're, you can still spice it up. Well, even, and also it's like, yeah, it's pretty easy to have the nicest thing. If you have a bunch of money, there's no, what's, oh, what's yeah. creative about that. What's, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever, like, oh, cool. You just like bought a thing. That's not, that's not style. That's not passion. That's not making things happen. You know, not mm-hmm. to say again, not in a, like, don't spend money because we also, this is, we do live in capitalism and I want people to have jobs and well, and ideally too, local businesses, small businesses, I, yeah. your community. I'm, t- I'm tired of this. Like we're, we're uh, worshiping people that have money to go to places or whatever, this kinds of thing where it's like, yeah, no shit. Everyone would have like, if you don't, if you have a bunch of money and you have a dumb life, like that's on you. That's, that's <laughs> how, how can you like, how? Yeah. yeah. What's your deal? That's how, like, that's how much people don't want to be around you. Hence the Jeff Bezos picture of him alone yeah. on Splash Mountain. It's like, is that, that's a little, alone that's on ultimately Splash Mountain on, on yeah, space, that's technically it. space me. mountain. He's that's by, it. He's, that's yeah. all. That's yeah. all you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Where it's well, like, okay, I'm, I guess you can see lights on. Because you can mm-hmm. CGI in people, but like a good time can be free. And as long as you got good company who are yeah. making you feel like you're Leo-y, fiery self. Sunshine Return and of sun- the house party. Sunshine is free. Sunshine on everyone too. The sun does not discriminate on who it is, is shining on. So you do not have a, a premium or a exclusive rights on it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love it. Happy Shining Leo bright. season. Looking Shining forward. Bright, like the sunshine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you, boo. Well, we love you. We'll see you see next you time. In, see you next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign? Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast, on Twitter at what's yr sign underscore pod, and TikTok at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us, what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Logan, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.